Welcome to Simple Heart. This is your host, Calvin and Jean. And today we have a beautiful and wonderful program for you. We've just celebrated the Christmas holiday, thinking about the love of Jesus Christ. Remember, he gave his son, his one and only son, to die on the cross for you and I. And today we celebrate the love of God. Today I got a news from that one of my friends, he had thought he that passed away. He went to be with the Lord. So I pray, we pray for his family. Hope that God will comfort them during this time of loss. I hope you all have a wonderful holiday and wonderful Christmas and that you are about prepared and ready to celebrate the new year and that you will have a blessed and prosperous new year before we even go into the program. I always love to acknowledge the presence of the Holy Spirit in our midst and to acknowledge his presence because God has sent him here on earth to lead us and guide us into all truth. So let's just pray to our Father. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your love. We thank you, dear God, for the gift of love that you have sent us through your Son, Jesus Christ. You have sent him, God, as a sacrifice to die on the cross for us. So, Father, today I pray for each and every one that's listening. I pray, God, that you will comfort them in their times of need. I pray, God, that you will surround them with your love in the name of Jesus. Let them feel your love deeply. Let them feel you, dear God, like never before. I pray, God, that you just guide us and lead us, that our heart will be open and receptive to what you have to say to us today. Through your word, we thank you and we give you all the praise and glory because you are an awesome God. Amen and amen in the name of Jesus. Today I'm reading from a very familiar scripture. Some, some of us are very familiar with the scriptures and those that are not saved that are listening, you might not be familiar with this scripture. But here goes the reading of the word of God from 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I love to read from the New Living Translation so you can follow along if you have your Bible with you. If I could speak all the language of the earth and of angel, but don't have love for others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I don't love others, I would have gained nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no records of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice but rejoice whenever the truth wins out. Love never give up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstances prophecy and speaking in unknown language and special knowledge will become useless but love will last forever wow what an awesome scripture love i normally question myself what is love we have so much description 
about love, maybe from our uh, dictionary of, you know, is that expression that we express to each other. Sometimes we talk about we're feeling love for each other, we're feeling love for someone, you know, lovers, married couples, people who are dating, they had this special feeling in their heart and they said, oh, I love this person, I love this girl, I love this guy. But today we want to talk about the different type of love. And the Greek has some very familiar words for us, the eros, which is sexual or passionate love. And most akin to the modern construct of romantic love. So basically when you're in a romantic relationship, most people share the hero's love, the philia. The hallmark of philia or friendship is sheer goodwill. So that's the type of love that is shared between friends. But the love that is most important that we want to embrace today is the agape love. The agape love is the Grecio-Christian term reference to unconditional love. The highest form of love and the love of God for man and man for God. For God. The word is not to be confused with philia, brother love, or philantia, self love, as it embraces a universal, unconditional love that transcends or persists regardless of circumstances. It goes beyond just the emotion to the extent of seeking the best for others. Within Christianity, agape is considered to be the love originated from God, our Christ for humankind. In the New Testament, it refers to the covenant love of God for human, as well as the human reciprocal love for God. The term necessarily extend, the term necessarily extend to the love of one's fellow man. And in Christianity, agape is considered to be the highest form of love. But here Paul is writing to the Corinthians. And I would imagine in those days, people are, were really boasting about their gifts. You know, all the different gifts that they were given by the Holy Spirit that they were using in the church. But Paul was warning them that if you use not this gift in love, it's, it's counted as nothing. It says, if I could speak with all the language of the earth and of angel, but don't love others. I would only be a noisy gong or clanging cymbal. And a noisy gong sometimes is disaster to the ears if it's not playing sweet music. If I had the gift of prophecy and I understood all God's secret plans and possess all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountain but don't love others, how important it is for us to love others. It was asked in the New Testament in Matthew 22, 36 to 40. The question was asked about love. In Matthew 22, we're going to read that. Matthew 22, read in verse 36. And it says, Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? 
the question was asked by the Pharisees to Jesus. What is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? And Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophet are based on these two commandments. So Jesus wanted to admonish us the importance of love. Because watch this. Love is so important to God that he even demonstrated to us by sending his very own son into this world to die on the cross. Because he tells us when man have love for his friend, he will give up his life for them. But look at it. We ask our question, we ask ourselves this question each day. What is love? And people are searching. As human beings, we are searching for love. We want to be loved. We want to find someone we love. Sometimes we share our love with pets. We share our love with others. And as human beings, our desire is to be loved. And we ask ourselves, how do we know that we have the right love? How do we know that this person really loves me? But the example we can take is the love that God shares with us. It is unconditional. This is the agape love. The unconditional love that even though when we make a mistake, even though when we do wrong, we have that opportunity to go back to God and say, Father, I am sorry for what I've done. And in his heart, he will forgive you. Look at the description that he gives in 1 Corinthians. He said, love is patient and kind. So when we're angry or upset with someone, or we don't have patience, or we're not kind, we treat them wrongly. Is that considered love? It's a love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. Love is not jealous. Hmm. This reminds me of a question about two of a married couple that is jealous over each other because of something or some action they might see. Is that really love? That's something for us to think about because the Bible tells us that the agape love is not jealous or boastful or it is not proud or it is not rude. Wow. It says, it does not demand its own way. Love does not demand its own way. So it's not my way or the I way. It says, it is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wrong. Wow, the marriage couples that are out there, this is one for us. I myself have to look internally. I have to look in the mirror. Do I keep records when my wife has done me wrong? Do I remind her of what she did to me that I feel wronged about two years ago? 
24 hours ago or even two hours ago. But the type of love that God requires from us is saying it keeps no record of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoice whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. Hmm. How much times have we gives up, give up on our fellow brothers or sisters because they have done something wrong? They have made a mistake in their past. And we tend to give up on them, give up all hope that they will not be amount to anything. But God is saying true love never gives up. True love never lose faith. True love is always hopeful and it endures through every circumstances. I got to pray right here, especially because I know in these last days, the marriage is under attack. The enemy is waging war against marriage couple. But Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray this day for those that are married, God, those that are two that you have joined together as one in the name of Jesus I pray this day father in the name of Jesus that you will ignite our hearts with the agape love let us not just settle with the eros or the filial love just the sexual nature of love but I pray today God that we will have the agape love in us that father in the name of Jesus we will hold no record. We will keep no record. We will be patient and kind with our spouse. We will not be jealous or boastful. We will not be proud or rude, O oh God. And that we will not demand our own way. God, I pray, dear Father, the love that we'll have, that will not cause our partner, in the name of Jesus, to be irritable. And that, God, I pray this day, in the name of Jesus, that justice will speak out. When we know the truth, that we will never give up on each other. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that our love will never lose hope and faith in you. But, God, that we will trust you and see how much you have demonstrated your love. Oh, God, in sending your son into this world. As you said in Micah 6, verse 8, it says, No, oh people, the Lord has told you what is good. And this is what he requires of you, to do what is right, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. I pray this day, Father, in the name of Jesus, that we will love you with an everlasting love, that we will love each other. The two commandments you said, which is most important, that we are to love God with all our heart, all our soul, and all our mind. And the second is most important, to love your neighbors as yourself but who is my neighbor I may ask the question not only that individual that lived next door to you everyone that you come in contact with God is saying I need you to share my love with that individual I need you to share your love with that individual I need you to treat that person the same way you would want you to be treated on the job in the church, wherever we go, God is saying, love. He's saying, people will identify us as his disciple when we love one another.
it's important for us to understand how important love is to God because love demonstrates the God inside of us when we love unconditional unconditional I pray today brothers and sisters I pray today for those that are listening that you will feel this love the agape love the love that is patient and kind the love that is not jealous or boastful the love that is not proud nor rude the love that, that demands its own way the love that doesn't make others irritable the love that keeps no record of being wrong it does rejoice about injustice it does not rejoice about injustice but rejoices whenever the truth wins out love never gives up never loses faith is always hopeful and endured through every circumstances prophecy and speaking in unknown language language and special knowledge will becomes useless but love will last forever Amen.